you pop in an old VHS into your VHS player that you still have in 2019, there's a little tracking image at the top and then the FBI's warning not to pirate this video, and you intro on the direct-to-VHS Halloween special that Apex City put out as a promotional uh, like 20 years ago, called Crimson Curse 1999. And the opening scene is our kids, uh, Darren, William, the Baroness, and Piero, gathered around a campfire, uh, probably at a skate park, all in their Halloween finery. So, Darren, what are you wearing for Halloween? Darren would be wearing a... She'd be going as a traditional ghost, um, but it would have... It would be a white sheet. It would be like a pattern sheet. (laughs) That she cut holes in the eyes of two sets of her <laughs> eyes, nice. and it would be sticking to her, like, and being, like, slightly transparent because of the ooze that she's always emitting. That's nice. William, what are you wearing for Halloween? Uh, William is wearing some of his old family paraphernalia, specifically a super old red and black acrobats outfit nice. like very like uh 1980s uh disco nightwing style yeah. except does it have like the underarm shit. webbing yeah yeah absolutely nice. oh. like the threads yeah the... absolutely that's so good that's so good the baroness so the baroness asked static Jacques for help on this and i'm going baroness is dressed as queen elizabeth the second that's good <laughs> that's real good or, sorry the first queen elizabeth the first yes like the powdered wig and yes the powdered wig and a giant ruff and like a dress that sort of fits but sort of ripped getting it on and walking around <laughs> is there like a fancy fancy tiara or like a little crown or oh there's definitely something like that oh, yeah that's so oh, good. you look beautiful it's great and unfortunately lenny could not be here for this particular recording but as i recall i think piero was going to this particular halloween party dressed as the baroness <laughs> so they're just wearing like a bear costume and a leather jacket and we come in on the four of them around a campfire telling a spooky, spooky story. And that spooky story is what we're going to be doing today. Hi, I'm your GM, Jeremy, and today we're playing Fiasco. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Specifically a fiasco that I wrote for this exact session called Crimson Curse 1999. Um, I will link to that. I'll put it up on Google Docs or something. So if you want to play this at home, you absolutely can. And... I want to go, we, we already did character creation and setup. I want to go around the table right quick and tell us who all of these characters are and how they're related to each other. I'll go ahead and start. So between myself and Christina, uh, I am playing a character called Max Constance. He is uh, in his early 20s. He's a white skate punk uh, who is in way over his head, probably a little bit high right now. Uh, his relationship between uh, him and Christina's character is as thief and fence. Mm-hmm. Christina. Okay, so my character is Bloodbot 3000, aka Crimebot 3000, aka Jazzbot 3000. <laughs> I have a lot of aliases here. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot going on in this young robot's life. So by day, I work at I work at a blood bank. Or I'm a mobile blood bank. 
Uh, I go around, you know, taking blood from people that don't want it and giving it to people that need it. (laughs) I have too much blood. Could you take some, please? (laughs) When you put it that way, it sounds creepy. like you have too much blood. <laughs> oh. At least I believe they're donations. <laughs> Continue. But yes, um, I am the fence to uh, Max Constance's thief. So that is the part of me that is Crimebot 3000. The part of me that is Jazzbot 3000 runs a jazzercise circle at midnight, um, which is where I meet other criminals and fence the, the goods that Max gives to me. Is it called the mis- the Midnight Jazz Society? It is now. <laughs> so let's let's get over to uh, let's get over to Jordan right quick. Um, so I am playing a character named Darren. Um, so Darren, in this case, is a completely naive schmuck. Like he just doesn't understand anything that's going on. He attends the Jazzercise class run by Jazzbot three thousand because it just fits really well with his schedule, despite being in midnight. And it's full of just really interesting, nice people. Everyone's just so nice to him there, and he really likes it. And uh, he is also secretly working on a uh, piece of fan fiction called Tony Apex Dakota. Um, <laughs> Which he hasn't told anyone about, but he thinks it might be okay, but he just really enjoys writing really nice fan fiction. Ma'am, who are you playing? I'm playing as Mona. I am the daughter of uh, Darren. I'm Mona, the daughter of Darren. From the future, I'm an adult, I'm in my 20s. In the future, Tony Pex Dakota is a massive bestseller, and he built a multi-million, billion dollar fortune (laughs) off of the sales. (laughs) <laughs> Tony picks Dakota and then he had to go and die on us and left no clear recipient of his wealth in his will so in his will last one testament he indicated the person to find the lost chapter of Tony Rex Dakota chapter 44 gets his money but the thing was that chapter's been missing for almost 30 years so I'm coming back coming back to get what's yours coming back to get what's mine <sighs> And all of these characters share one thing in common, and that is that this morning, which is New Year's Eve 1999, we all woke up uh, in various alleyways around the city with blood on our hands and no idea where we've been for the last 48 hours. Because we're going to be talking about a bunch of people in over their heads put there by the Crimson Curse. So as our story starts... Uh, I have a need between me and uh, who I know as Crimebot. Yes. Uh, We need to get back our memory of the last 48 hours. Yes. I also have a relationship with Mona. Mona, tell me about that relationship. So in the future, I know you in jail because you stole time travel technology that I used to get back to the past to hunt down my schmucky father. (laughs) I need to make sure that that is a successful exchange (laughs) or else I'm stuck here. (laughs) So you have a vested interest in me stealing time travel Yes, I need to make sure that you complete what you need to complete in order to get arrested. (laughs) So you're both trying to help me steal things and get me arrested. Yes. (laughs) I I am having a hell of a morning. So 
we're going to dive right in. For those of you who don't know how Fiasco plays, um, you're either going to set or you're going to resolve a scene. And we rolled to see who would set or resolve the first scene. And that is Christina. So uh, <laughs> crime slash jazz slash bloodbot. <laughs> what do you want to do? So this is hard. So I think I'm going to resolve this first scene just so I can see <clears throat> where we can uh, kick this off. But so I'm going to let you guys figure out how we should start this. Okay. Um, so Jazzercise class at... Do you want to start with Jazzercise class? Well, oh, we're in the morning. Oh, we're yeah. in the yeah. morning. Not necessarily. We can do flashbacks. You can you can bounce around. So this could be the Jazzercise class the night before. Uh, this could be two days ago. Uh, where ooh. so we have the jazz. Okay, that's good. Yeah, you want to start with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. And who <laughs> who do we think is in the scene aside from Jazzbot? Because I'm, I'm there. I would assume Darren. Darren's, Darren's, so Darren's there. definitely yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I never miss a Jazzercise no. class. I think we had talked about during character creation, Mona, were you yeah. hanging out and like spying yeah, on Yeah, I was definitely tracking his movements to get an idea of his patterns. Cool. Yeah. Did you have something to fence there? I, yeah, no, I think that makes sense. I, I think, think I, does, I yeah. think I had stolen something and I'm just here to f- probably like probably like some some watches. Let's just be stereotypical. Why not? Sure. I, I love it. I got a pocket full, full of wristwatches to fence. And sunshine. Pocket full of sunshine, yeah. Which is All actually right. a very potent drug. <laughs> okay, so... Uh-huh. We're, so we're all, yeah, we're all there. Yes. Yeah, I'm probably hanging out off to the side, uh-huh. maybe like skating at the skate park, but not actually in the Jazzercise right. class. So Jazzbot, start us off. Okay, so I'm going to say we're going to start in the middle. Or this is right at the end of the, of the Jazzercise lesson. So we're, we're working it. And I'm, 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 doing, I'm playing my jazz Jazzercise music out of my, my uh, built-in speakers. Because that's what makes me such a good jazzercise instructor. <laughs> Why would... You know what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Why would a Bloodbot have built-in speakers? Bloodbot rolls down the street, give me your blood, give me for your yeah. blood. <laughs> bloodbot has to be able to talk, so therefore right? have speakers. That like, makes that's sense. Just, yeah. It's supposed to you say know. soothing messages to people while I'm taking their blood. But I've installed music. Yeah, that's just basic. That makes sense. That's yeah, like, perfect sense. this robot? <laughs> What I don't know. Love this robot. I love it. I love this robot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then the song comes to a natural end. Everyone's really pumped up and really sweaty because this is Jazzercise. I've never actually, by the player, I've never been to Jazzercise, so I'm just taking wild guesses at this point. That, that's fine. That's what Jazzercise. Is. <coughs> Darren is walking around complimenting everyone and how good they did. Yeah, yeah. Did like high five. High Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think at this point. I might see you, and I'm gonna make eye contact. Sure, so sure. You, I mean Max. Yeah. So, so Max is like doing some, some like, some like little ollies over off to the side, and makes that eye contact, and like kind of gives Crimebot the nod, and like starts skating over towards a uh, God. What do skate parks have? Like the water fountain. Okay. And like, sure. Get himself a we drink of water. Definitely know what we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I've been to so many skate parks. Definitely. I I kick flip all the time. Uh, <laughs> My life is one big kickflip. Kickflip uh, it old school, right? Uh, so I think I think the way that he he normally like fences stuff is just to like leave his backpack by the water fountain and then like dead drop. Yeah, dead drop just to like get the nod, uh, get a drink of water, leave the backpack, and like skate off to do some other stuff. Uh-huh. Uh huh. While while uh, you know Crimebot <laughs> makes the the switch of the right, stuff for right. the money. Uh, so I, I assume I know watches are in there. Yeah, yeah met up previously. You, yeah, you know that something's in there that you can fence. How do we get Mona into this? I'm in I'm in the Jazzercise class, keeping an eye on uh, ah. my cops here. Ooh. But I'm also and so I'm also sweaty, and I have a tail, so I'm using my tail <laughs> to like dab away the sweat at the forehead, which I'm really bad at. 
Are you are, are you using the tail itself, or is the tail like holding like a like a? Yeah, like it has a, a little tissue, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. on my forehead. Um, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I think I would see you make the drop because I know who who you are. That's true. Yeah, That's I know true. who you are. I would see the drop <clears throat> and see you skate off, and I'd be like keeping an eye to make sure that this drop. Okay. What's in this like bag? I think this is a good part, a good point to say how this resolves. Is this going to be a good or a bad resolution? I'm going to start this out, and we're going to have a good resolution to this scene. Okay. So I'm going to take this this good dice here. I think everything goes goes pretty smoothly. Um, your uh, Darren had a very good jazzercise. This is one of the best session. Absolutely. You were able to keep some tabs. You made a drop, and I was able to switch that out with the money, and. Yeah, so I, I arranged a buyer for those watches. Sure. And I, I've got the money on me. And and then just later that night, <clears throat> something happens. Yes. Cool. So who do you want to give that good die to? So <clears throat> I think I'm going to give this good die to Darren for having such a good jazzercise it's session. Such a good class. Oh, man. Right? Awesome. So good. Okay, so next scene, Darren, do you have something you want to set or do you want to resolve? Yeah, oh, man, I have no it. idea what I want to have happen. Okay. I'm still very directionless right now. Okay, so, so you can resolve. Yeah, I guess I'll resolve. I, I kind of want to um, maybe establish some stuff that happened during that 48 hours, right? Yeah. Can we do that? I thought that was... Oh, yeah. Why not? Okay, we just don't get to remember it. Yeah, you just don't know it when you when you wake up the next morning. Ah. So maybe we could get maybe we get like a couple of montages after uh, this particular like everything is normal jazzer size class. We get some montages of what Darren did during those forty eight hours. Sure. I like so that. are we not under our own control during those forty eight hours? You or are. We have a... You are not. Okay, uh, so it's irrelevant. Okay. You you know that you're going to wake up with blood on your hands, so it has to get there somehow. Okay. That blood is not yours. Right, I just mean like it's not like Darren is actually like acting as himself at no, that point. No, okay. You are you are under the control of the curse. Okay, basically it's the force of chaos. Fighting ring, fighting ring. I was fighting I was definitely ring. thinking like fight ring. <laughs> just basically like assaulting random people from an alleyway. Okay, so we basically just get we see you like jumping out at random people and like dragging them off into alleyways and beating the crap out of them. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Uh, do we think that that... Well, I mean, this is your question. Do you think that has a good or a bad outcome for Darren? Uh, in Within those 48 hours, mm -hmm. uh, it absolutely has a bad outcome. So who do you want to give that bad die to? What bad thing happens to Darren? Uh, well, eventually, uh, obviously, the cops show up and start chasing him uh, through... Uh, the alleyways, and he, uh, as he's using his amazing uh, <clears throat> jazzercise body in order to uh, athletically escape, he uh, is running along some rooftops and takes a uh, bad step and ends up uh, twisting his ankle really badly. Okay, so who so are you going to give that bad die to? I'm going to give a bad die over to Jeremy. Oh, thanks. Because why not? Thank you. Thank you. Max needs all the bad dice he can get. Mona, do you want to set or uh, resolve? I'm going to res I'm going to set the scene because okay. uh, then I got the Crimson Curse. Mm -hmm. My character Mona uh, got infected uh, during the transport uh, during time travel, and in those 48 hours, I broke into the Heron Group Laboratories, stole a device. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, I stole a yeah. device. I don't know what it is. I sold it on the black market. Got into, I got it. If you're not going to take the fight ring, I'm in the fight ring. There we go. <laughs> yeah. And now I would like for you to resolve. Okay. Weirdly, I want this to be a good resolution. I would... Like, 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with good resolution. Yeah. I'm gonna say you become queen of the Fight Club. Yeah, I think yeah. I think I think at the end of this, people are gonna be like, "Oh, this is Mona. She's like underground street fighter, and you have no idea what happened." I'm yeah. in favor of this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, who do you want to give that good die to? I'm gonna give this good die. Uh, I'm gonna give it to no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. okay. Bloodbot. Bloodbot. I'll take a crime bot and death cool. bot. Cool. Yes. Cool. I think I also want to set a scene here. I. I want this to be Max waking up in an alleyway and like there's probably like police just out in front of the alleyway. Like I think someone's been shot and he's got like blood on his hands and there's probably like a gun nearby. (laughs) And so Max just wakes up and freaks the hell out and runs to the only person he knows that might be able to help him with this. And is that going to be Mona or Crimebot? Because you're my fence, but you're Mm -hmm. the one that is blackmailing me to do stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think... We, we must trust each other. Right. We're going to be criminals together. So Max is just like fleeing down the alleyway and like pulling like pulling like a cell phone out of his jacket and like frantically calling Crimebot being like, Crimebot, Crimebot, I got into some trouble. I got into some shit. I think I might have killed somebody. <clears throat> you hear Crimebot groaning on the other mm-hmm. side of the phone. Who is this? This is Max. Max Constance. You know, I'll leave you the backpacks full of goods. Oh, yeah. Max, what what's up, man? I think I might have killed somebody. I don't know. Last thing I remember is dropping off watches for you. That's that's the last thing I remember too, man. Oh, what? You're a robot. Yeah, it's what? weird. Don't you have memory <laughs> files? You hear, you hear some beeping sounds as I search my memory bank and then a burper. Files not found! <laughs> okay. Files not found, man! <laughs> Is this a good or a bad resolution, do we think? 404! 404! This sounds like a bad resolution to okay, me. Okay, that sounds like a bad resolution to me, too. I feel like you're probably going to get arrested. I think so. I, I don't think, think you're... I mean, if the police are already there, you're not getting out of the alley. Yeah. For a bad resolution, at least. Yeah. No, I think that makes sense. I think, like, I run straight into, like, a cop on the other side of the alley. Oh, yeah, that's good. And they just, like, see, like, the blood all over me, and they see that I'm fleeing a crime scene, and they just immediately arrest me. Yeah. That sounds about um, right. I think I'm going to ha- 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 uh, call this a bad resolution and give that to right. Mona, okay. because I think uh, you need me out and to uh, be doing crimes. Yeah. Cool. Commit them crimes. It's a crime box. It's your second okay. scene. This so time. I'm going to set this scene. Okay. I'm going to tie the first scene together. So the first scene was just setting up, but everything was going nice for all of us. Mm -hmm. And then in this scene, we get Crimebot's flashback or Bloodbot's flashback. Or Jazzbot's flashback. Or Jazzbot's flashback. So Jazzbot or Crimebot spent most of the last 48 hours eating those watches. (laughs) (laughs) And the blood that Bloodbot has barfed up on their hands is from an overdose on clockwork. So... Bloodbot has been high on clockwork this entire time, and is still a bit out of it. This scene starts with that flashback, waking up, getting the call from Max, mm-hmm. and stumbling out of the alley, and like, I see you get arrested. Oh, okay. Because like I was just in the next alley down, oh, that's for good. whatever reason. That's good. After that happens, I am totally freaking out. Like, I just saw this guy that I'm in crimes with get arrested, and I am just gonna run the other way. And... I'm going to run to my jazzercise circle, because that's where I feel safe. Nice. Even though it's daytime, that's where I'm going to run. Nice. And I'm going to let you guys decide where that ends, good or bad for me. I think bad. You think bad? Yeah. What do you think happens at the jazzercise circle? I think... We're on the way. We're on the way. That the person who was shot was 
last scene at the skate park. Oh, so when you get to the Jazzercise Circle, like the cops, cops are there? There's cops there, too. Oh, that's good. That's okay, good. Yeah. I like that. Okay, yeah. cool. So where's that bad die going? Ugh, that's going to, to Nan for that great suggestion. You just that's resentful. good. That's real good. That's real good. Cool. Uh, so this is your second scene mm-hmm. of the first act, which is your last scene of the first act. Oh, man, there's so few scenes. I know, they go fast. Uh, we're we're going to follow on. So I'm going to gonna set the scene that we are, that um, Darren feels somewhat similarly uh, that his greatest form, place of comfort is the uh, jazz circle. Yeah. Um, and he wants to, uh, he doesn't understand what's happened to him. He doesn't understand why there's blood on his hands. Because that is just absolutely anti-everything Darren stands for. Mm-hmm. So he is also going to go over to the skate park in time to see Jazzbot 3000 uh-huh. get... Or get arrested? Is that always yeah? Well, I mean, straight? or at least, or at least get there, and there's cops there. There's so cops there. We don't know right. what happened to Jazzbot. So, uh, yeah, he's going to meet up with uh, Jazzbot, kind of unintentionally, on <laughs> his right. way there. When both of them can see mm-hmm. uh, the cops in the area, and he's going to go basically try and talk to uh, Jazzbot and see what's going on. Can I jump in at yeah. any point? Is, okay. Yeah, if it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Because I would have woke, woke up around the same time, and I would realize what day it is, and I realize I only have only about 18 hours, if that, to get the book. Before it goes missing? Yeah. Should go to my house, then? That would make sense. So we might, that, might, that might be your next scene. Yeah. yeah. We might hold off. I think I would have gone to your house, though. Because well, I would have been stalking you this whole time. But I haven't been at my house, so that's, that's true. another scene. That, that might be a so, yeah. scene, yeah. Okay. But yeah, so we meet. So we meet up. Whoa, nice. whoa, whoa, hey! What's you? going on, Jazzbot? I search my memory banks. Darren, yes, my yeah. my star student. You, you. Well, I mean, I mean, Mateo is also pretty good. Oh, but... Mateo's trash compared to you. <laughs> Thank you. Mateo's dead in an alleyway somewhere. Mateo. <laughs> That'll come up later. Oh. <laughs> yeah, my good friend. You know that I would never commit a crime, right? Alibi, buddy. I... Why is that even relevant? It's not. It's not. Do you do you have a do you have a house that I could go to? I'm, I mean, yeah, of course. If you need a place to stay, let's go to your house. Okay, that sounds okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk that, about jazz. As long as that'll make you feel better. Yes. Yes, it definitely will at this point. Oh, that's good. So good. good. Um, okay. I guess. We're not even going to mention that we're both covered in blood. Yeah, no, not even, like, you know what, this is, this is a weird day. I think this is a good, I think we're going to get to the house just fine. I don't think anything's going to cost you the way. I like that as a good resolution, so where do you want to put that die? <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, Makes give sense. it over to, to Jazzbot. Makes sense. We're working with cool. me on that one. Cool. That was good. And your second scene, Mona. Which I've set up. Thank you. Right? I'm already at your house. I'm in your closet. <laughs> <laughs> you're going, you're ransacking my house. Yeah, I'm ripping okay. our house apart because I know what day it is. Oh, so you're just ransacking the house. Yeah, because I the, the the bug is striking night. The Y2K bug strikes tonight, oh, which right. is when we lose the manuscript to chapter 44, which has the secret I need in order to get my wi- my riches. So I need to find that doggone manuscript. Very good. Yes. How technologically like advanced are you here? Because. I'm a late 30s guy in the 1990s. In 1999. Yeah. 
my computer can't have anything more complex than a basic password. Do you know how many freaking floppy disks you have? In your house? <laughs> okay, that's good. Oh, that's true. Yes. That's Do you so have any concept You're of right. the floppy disks? You're right. That you that's have? it. You're right. Stacks and stacks. Yes. Every, stacks every of chapter is like three eight by. <laughs> and of course, yeah. it takes like three minutes to actually get each floppy disk to actually oh, read. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like injecting, it. like pulling, throwing on. Th- like putting more in, scrolling through, read this nice. chapter, throwing it, read this chapter, throwing it. <laughs> That's good. Okay, this is great. So we have to decide whether this is a good or a bad ending. Well, then we, do we want to play out the scene more where we actually walk in on this? I, we could. I say yes. Yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. I say go I want to play out that true. scene. True. Yeah, no, go for it. Okay, so we open the door. Like, just, oh man, this, whoa, I'm just going to see all the floppy My disks. My filing system. You. You? <sighs> Who are you? Who are you? I don't care about you. You. What did I do? This get, is my house. Get, this is uh, this is your house. This is also my house. So get your butt over here and show me where Chapter Forty Four is. Are you a cop? Do I look to like tell me if you're a cop? Why are you oh. covered in blood? Why are you, Why are you covered, covered in blood? blood? That's not important right now. <laughs> what have you done? Why are you in my house? Yeah. Why are you in his house? We need to speak privately. You and me. Jazzbot is my best friend. Yes. Student is my best friend. In six years, Jazzbot is going to be in jail. What? You are a cop. I'm not a cop, but I'm from the future. I know how your life turns out. So you better watch it, Missy wait, or Sir, wait, 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 whatever wait. your gender pronoun you prefer. You're from the future. I'm your daughter from how the future. How popular is Jazzercise in the future? That's not important right now. That's the only thing that's important right now. Wait, you're who? I'm your daughter from the future, 30 years from now. Listen to me. Oh, it's so nice to meet you. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Okay, I'm going to say we end the scene here with okay. sirens coming up outside the door. Why? Because I think it's a great way to end the scene. That's true. I mean, they do say, whenever you don't know what to do, have someone with a gun come in the door. I think that works. I think, uh, I think sirens work. Yeah, I see the cops pull up to this house. I say they followed us. That's, that makes sense. They see two people who are, like, heading towards the scene of this crime, and then they, like, move away. So maybe the cops have been tailing you this whole time. I say it's the same police car that has Max in it. Okay, all right. So is this a a, a bad ending? I think we perceive it as a bad ending. I think so. Okay, cool. So where do you want to give that die? That makes sense. Makes sense. Giving it to uh, Darren. Your filing system has been destroyed. Yeah. Cool. Cool. How dare you do that to my filing system? You haven't heard this my whole life. You just keep telling me about your filing system. See if I care. I don't even... I thought we didn't that know That filing system meant more to you than my ballet classes. So here we are. This is Max's last scene for Act 1. Mm-hmm. So we've established that I'm in the back of this police car. Mm-hmm. I think I actually just want to resolve this scene. All right. All right. So you tell me what happens. Okay, so... So the, way... the cop car pulls yes. up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the officer who is in the car gets out. Mm-hmm. You are handcuffed in the back in the back seat, mm-hmm. uh, but the officer gets <laughs> out in order to come up to uh, Darren's front door uh-huh. and goes inside. And you uh, start to hear a lot of yelling. <laughs> and then all <laughs> um, three of us just come running out the door and get into the cop car with you. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Okay, all right. I like where this is. I like where this is going. You can like beat over. This. Just 
This is good. Because I, I think Max, at this point, like, as soon as the cop is out of the car, is trying to, like, shimmy the handcuffs down, like, around his legs. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. It is probably not doing too good a job at it because he's a skate punk petty thief. Still and slightly high. Still slightly high. Which might make it easier. Okay, so I guess I have to resolve this scene somehow, don't I? Are we really all three flying? Just <laughs> flying out of the, out of the house? And stealing the police car? The that's, that's my suggestion. Did we beat up the cop? I'd say we leave that unsaid for the moment. <laughs> We don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. Okay. Okay. All right. Before we leave, I'm grabbing a whole bunch of floppy disks. That's fine. That I have with me. I like that. I like that. I'm being dragged along. Oh yeah, I'm definitely dragging you along. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I think I'm going to make this a good resolution. Okay. Uh, I think because I I think that I think that's a good break for the acts here. Yeah. So I think I think Bloodbot definitely just like smashes the front window of the of the cop car. And like throws uh, uh, Darren at least in, and then Mona is probably getting in after, right? Yeah. And then this the, the way the scene ends is this car just like hightailing it out uh, down the street. Sirens blasting. The sirens oh, yeah, blasting. Obviously. Yeah. I'm gonna give this good resolution die to. I think I'm gonna give this to Darren. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here we are at the end of Act One when we get to the tilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for those of you playing along at home. You take the dice that are in front of you, all of them, in my case, all one, and you roll those dice. If you have multiple dice, so for instance, I only have bad die, I rolled a two. Okay. I rolled two twos. Okay. So you've got a four, I've got a two, you've got... Five. And in your case, since you have both, you subtract the smaller number from the larger number. So you've got, got, th- so you've got nine over here, oh, okay. and six three. over here. So you so subtract... Yes, yeah, so you've got a three. So we've got a four and a five are our largest numbers. Okay. Right? So you two are going to decide what the tilt is. And All each right. of you roll one die. Three. Two. Okay. So this is our handy tilt table. So we're only going to need threes and twos, which means you need this page. So betwixt the two of you, you are going to decide on which one of these it is and which one of these it is. So is the tilt a tragedy or innocence? It's either tragedy and pain... Or innocence, and a neighbor wanders into the situation. I do kind of like the neighbor wanders into the situation. I like the neighbor wanders into the situation. Okay. All right. So the tilt, which we will get to in Act 2, is that somehow a neighbor is going to wander into the middle of all this. And with that, we will see you, dear listeners, for the resolution of Crimson Curse 1999 tomorrow. Fiasco is written by Jason Morningstar for Bully Pulpit Games. It is made of small-time criminals and big-time consequences. Give it a shot next time you feel like getting your characters in way over their heads. The Crimson Curse 1999 playset was written by Jeremy Borders. You can find it for free at tinyurl.com slash crimsoncurse1999. Jazz slash crime slash bloodbot was played by Christina. Darren99 was played by Joran. Mona was played by Nan. Find her on Instagram at nanjitsu. Max Constance was played by Jeremy, who also edits and writes the music for Apex City. Find us on Twitter at Apex City Cast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.